Hey, this is dating coach Joshua Segafis. On this podcast, we talk about how men and women can level up their powers of attraction and desirability to take their dating life to a whole new level. Stay tuned. Keep listening. I'm about to show you how it's done. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segafis YouTube and podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about... I'm going to bring up my notes here. Today we're going to be talking about if you want to be more attractive, start your side hustle. Okay, so what does this mean and why are we talking about it? Well, it's no secret that all throughout human history, women have favored men with more resources, right? On the mating, in the dating, on the uh, dating marketplace. Now that's that makes a lot of sense for a lot of different reasons because all throughout history, the the general conflict has been like between the you know, between the sexes that that men want women who will give them children and thereby help them to continue the genetic lineage. Women have wanted men who give them the best odds for survival, you know, to keep them safe, to keep them from starving to death. A man who will channel resources to them so that she will have the best odds of survival and helping her young survive. Now, obviously, in the in the modern world, things are a little bit different. Thankfully, many men and women are independent enough, at least in the Western world, and, and have enough money and have enough opportunity that like they don't need someone to take care of them, right? So so women are not necessarily completely focused, at least not consciously these days, on trying to land a man who has a lot of money. Um, with that being said, it's also true that men all throughout history have cared much less about how much money a woman makes than the women have cared about how much money men make. And there's a good reason for that because men are, men are, have always been focused on different things. They've been focused on youth, beauty, virginity, fidelity, and so on and so forth because they want to secure their genetic lineage. They want to have children. They want to raise successful, powerful sons and daughters and, and so on and so forth, right? And so the whole goal of it is to perpetuate the genes, to perpetuate the, the genetic, you know, the genetic legacy. And then, of course, men and women occupy different ends of the spectrum, obviously, because women have the ability to give birth to, to, to young, and that's not something that men have the power to do. With that being said, women are in a very vulnerable state when they're pregnant and giving birth. Um, they also lack the, for example, the physical prowess to protect themselves from, from predators. You know, so having men around is handy for that reason, and it's easy to get pregnant, right? But it's risky and dangerous to get pregnant because, you you know, you, the state of being pregnant puts you in a more vulnerable position. So hunting becomes more difficult, gathering becomes more difficult, defending yourself and your family becomes more difficult. And so on and so forth. So in the modern day, these dynamics have shifted just a little bit. And what we see is we see a situation where we still have the instincts at play that have been at play for millions of years for humans, right? Men and women are virtually still attracted to the same things. But we also have a situation where we are consciously making different decisions because the landscape is different. Um, the landscape is better 
it's safer, and it favors humans more than nature. And for millions of years, that has not been the case. For years and years, humans have been at the mercy of nature. And, and now humans have kind of climbed on top of that in our modern day, you know, leveraging technology, especially, and, you know, modern medicine and, and different things. They all of a sudden, wild bears, tigers, and lions are not one of the biggest problems we face. All of a sudden, we face the problem of having to protect those species because they're going extinct because mankind has so has so dominated nature now that we're starting to think, well, we have to preserve some of this because we are definitely emerging as the overlords of the, of the planet, right? So this is good for humans in a lot of ways. It definitely makes bearing children less risky. And it definitely places more humans in a position where they can focus more on improving their lives and pursuing happiness rather than just trying not to get eaten by a tiger or starve to death when winter comes. Now, it's true that in some parts of the world, humans are still dealing with those problems. You know, there's a whole, there's a lot of the world where humans are living on less than a dollar a day and access to clean water and food is a real problem. And, and modern medical technology is virtually, you know, is, is virtually non-existent. Um, so it's still a process. But here in the Western world, especially if you live in the United States, um, Canada, you know, Europe, you're looking at a situation where those things are not such a big problem. Now, that has shaped the landscape for dating just a little bit. And the first and most obvious difference that that makes is that uh, women no longer are completely reliant on men for their safety and well-being. So women are more independent than they've ever been. And this is good news. This is good news for women, especially because now, you know, if they make a partner selection choice that ends up being a bad choice and they're, they're with a bad partner, you know, maybe someone who's abusive or someone who doesn't take good care of them or someone who it turns out isn't a very nice person, uh, they are not facing certain destruction if they walk away from that. You know, they're not, they're not having to choose between stay and starve to death or get eaten by cannibals or get eaten by lions. So it's a lot different, thankfully, and, and women have the power to do that, right? It's also different for men because, because, because men for the first time probably in, in history are taking a closer look, like a logical, rational look at the type of partner they're, you know, partnering up with. And so, so for the first time in a long, long time, we're looking at a situation where more and more men are coming to a point where they're saying, okay, she may be hot, she may be attractive, she may have a great body, she may be young, whatever, but what's her money situation like? Because I can't afford to inherit like a bunch of debt and, you know, are her spending habits bad because I can't afford to share a life with someone with bad spending habits or is she, is she making enough money to meet on equal footing? So, so this is really interesting in the sense that, that men, even though this isn't in their instinct, because of the modern landscape, their attitudes about women and finances are changing and it's becoming more of a common sense issue, right? Now, I say all that to say 
if there has ever been a time in history where men and women are on equal footing, this is probably the furthest along that it's been. And what we end up with is a situation where, you know, it used to be men had the most to gain on the dating marketplace by making more money, starting side hustles, starting businesses, and taking more control of their financial future because that was a big deal to women. But nowadays, that is really even out, and men and women have a lot to gain from having this attitude, like getting your money under control, starting businesses, making sure that you've got money coming in, taking control of your finances, etc. And so today, what I would like to talk about is, you know, and the topic of this video is if you want to be more attractive, start your side hustle. And what that means basically is that I want to be seeing men and women leveling up their finances and focusing on that as a foundational part of building up their life to then succeed on the dating marketplace, right? So the first thing, this is so ironic, and I say this all the time, the first thing you have to understand is that if you want to succeed on the dating marketplace, obsessing over dating and sex and relationships is the wrong avenue. And this is very counterintuitive, and a lot of people get this wrong, but when you focus too much on that, you approach it from a scarcity mindset, right? So it's like, I'm desperate for a partner. I need someone to complete me. Um, I... I just really want like someone to to be with me and and I need that companionship. So we're coming from we're coming at this from a scarcity mindset and a position of neediness, desperation, and these things are not attractive, right? And so that's what we want to avoid. And the way we we avoid that is with the alpha mindset. We mind our business, we get money, we pursue our purpose, and we build an exceptional life that other people would want to be a part of. And what that does is it creates this scenario where we are leveling up our attraction as we level up our life. And then when the time comes to, you know, hit the dating marketplace and we start doing things like, you know, maybe online dating or approaching people, you know, cold approach or asking for numbers or flirting and, and these types of things, then we're not just hoping, oh, I hope like I'm pretty enough. Oh, I hope that my, you know, my, my jokes are funny enough. Oh, I hope my, you know, teeth are, you know, attractive enough, you know, it's, it's a whole, it's a lot more nuanced and in depth than that. It's like, it's like, I have my life in order. I have my purpose sorted out. I'm working on my goals. I'm pursuing my money. I'm building businesses. My life is becoming really awesome. And that is something that awesome people are going to take notice of. And it's something that they're going to want to get in on with me you know, as a dating partner. And that makes us so much more attractive because what none of us want is to inherit a mess, right? Um, when I was in my early 20s, I might look at a woman who was just a mess and, and it wouldn't matter so much to me. I, you know, how much money she made literally didn't matter. How dramatic her life was literally didn't matter. You know, how, how much of a wreck her she was emotionally really didn't matter. Because I was so focused on that. I was so focused on that attraction and that I was focused on the fun and on the sex and on all the, you know, all the feel good stuff that goes on when you find someone who, you know, you, who you like and you spend time with. And then, of course, it feels good when they like to spend time with you and, and yada, yada, yada. But now as a, as a man in my 30s, I realize how many mistakes I made with that attitude and I realize how costly that was. 
and and it and a lot of men are starting to take note of this and women are as well you know so we're starting to realize that it's not worth it to get involved with someone whose life is a mess it's just not worth it and especially if you're high value and so you know there are people who are still stuck in a low value mindset and you know they're so focused on their lack of self-worth and they're so focused on trying to become like you know happy through outside means that, that they don't think about that and they're stuck in that zone whereas and then there's other people people who are trying to level up their lives who are trying to increase their value and they're trying to actually make a difference in the world these people you know they're thinking well I need to take responsibility for myself I need to you know I need to I need to make sure that I'm making enough money so that if my car breaks down, I can get it fixed and I've got to be self-reliant and, you know, I've got to be able to hire a plumber if I have, if I have a, you know, a plumbing problem and I've got to, you know, if I've got kids, I've got to be able to buy them clothes and shoes and I've got to have some money set aside for if something happens, you know, and I, I need, I need to, you know, get them something and, you know, it's just basic responsible stuff that so many people overlook. I cannot tell you how many people I've known in my life who just live. I mean, they just to say paycheck to paycheck is a stretch because it's like a paycheck doesn't even last if they're even getting one. Right. Um, it's just a, an extreme poverty mindset and an extremely impoverished way of living. Right. And I don't believe that we have to live that way. I think that we all have the power to rise above that. And so. If you want to win on the dating marketplace, there's no better place to start than in your own life. And in particular, this is why I say this. I say this all the time. My mantra is mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose, right? And this, there's a reason for that. We need to mind our business in the sense that we need to get our shit together, right? We need to get our lives in order. We need to take responsibility for ourselves. No more victim mentality. No more complaining. No more bullshit. No more hoping that someone's going to save us. No more hoping that the government's going to bail us out. No more relying on that stimulus money just to get by. Like, no more of that bullshit. That's all excuses. That's all a bunch of nonsense. That's all a loser, one-ticket way to just rock bottom in your life, right? Because you're living reactively you're hoping someone's going to save you you're not taking responsibility for yourself right and now you have the freedom in our modern world to live that way if you want to but i highly highly suggest that you don't and it really saddens me when i see people make that choice it saddens me to see people not taking power back from the chaos and like taking it back inside of themselves and making their lives better i see so many people lose because of this and the dating marketplace is just where it starts. Not only can they not attract a high-value partner, but they're also struggling then to have enough money to live. They're struggling because their life is filled with drama. They're struggling because they face problem after problem, a setback after setback, and they can't bounce back from it, so their life just, just keeps on spiraling downward. And that is, that is the literal definition of entropy and chaos. And I talk about this a lot, but it's really important because... Chaos is knocking at the door. That is, that is the programming of our existence. Everything is in a state of winding down. Everything is in a state of decay, right? There will come a time when there will be just nothing but scattered atoms. 
because everything is in a perpetual state of winding down. And if we want to fight the chaos and have a good life, we have to bring order to it and we have to stave it off as much as is in our power. And to do that, you need to make good choices. You need to take responsibility for yourself. You need to make some money and you need to be putting effort into it. And that's, that's really the key is you need to be putting effort into the order to stave off the chaos. We cannot defeat the chaos. Eventually it will come for all of us. But you sure can stave it off as long as you're alive. And you can do a hell of a lot to stave it off for your children. And if you're really on your game, you can do a hell of a lot to stave it off for the next four to five generations. Because you can build up a real culture of value and a tribe, right? That's going to protect not only you during your lifetime, you know, and, and good decisions and financial security and tribal connection security and, and a family dynamic, right? And a community and if you do it right, they're going to benefit from that for generations after you're gone. So that's a lot of value, right? That's a lot of high, that's a lot of really high level value that most people don't think about. And that is the exact kind of value that's going to make you more attractive on the dating marketplace. Now, I'm getting kind of on to a, I'm kind of getting off topic, but I, I really want to impress upon you the importance of building up your own self and mind in your business and using that as a foundational tool before you even think about the dating marketplace. You need to be making a plan for your future, right? I, I would love it if every man and woman, before they even think about getting a girlfriend or a boyfriend or having sex or going to the club or flirting or creating an online dating account, I would love to have them sit down and make a 10-year plan for their life. Right, Because you don't have to have achieved it. That's the thing. You do not need to be at the finish line to be ready to date. You just have to have a plan, and you need to be committed to it. That's all it takes for you to make your life more valuable. That's all it takes for you to create the kind of value it takes to attract high-value people to you. Because people are not necessarily attracted to what you have. They are attracted to the potential they see. Right, And so that's why it's so important. And you need to get on the road right? Because you're running out of runway. You need to get on the road to that, to a better future for yourself and, and give potential future partners something that's worthwhile to invest in, not a mess. You don't even want to date someone who would inherit, inherit a mess because that in itself is not even a logical thing. Like, why would you want to date someone who makes poor decisions? And if your life is a mess and someone is choosing to date you despite that mess, that sounds like a poor decision. And it is. It's sort of like buying a house that has more damages than it does equity, right? If you buy a house for $20,000, but it's going to take $40,000 to fix it, and it's going to be worth twenty five dollars when you're done, that sounds like a terrible business decision, right? Because it doesn't make sense from a cost-equity perspective. And that's exactly how we need to think about relationships. And it is exactly how high-value humans think about relationships, right? So if you're not on that train yet, you got to get on that train because those are the types of people you want to attract anyway. And that's the type of person you want to be. And you can be. We all have the potential to be there. Do not think that if your life is a bit of a mess right now, you can't do that. Five years ago, my life was one of the biggest messes I've ever seen. I mean, it was, it was, a, real, it was a real ground zero, man. 
Like I made decisions that just wrecked my life. And I literally ended up rock bottom. Like, like I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm very fortunate that I made it through that alive. I'm very fortunate that I had the, the strength of mind and that I was around enough good people that I didn't just throw in the towel and give up hope and give up, right? Because it was, man, it was a nightmare. But it's possible, like, we can get out of it and we can make our lives better, right? And this is how it starts. This post right here, this is what I'm about to say, right? And we're going back to this title. If you want to be more attractive, start your side hustle. You got to get some money coming in. You've got to get a job. I don't care if you're a man, woman, if you're a dog, if you're a house plant, if you're a, you know, it literally doesn't matter. You've got to get a job. You've got to get some money coming in. And then that's not enough because a job is going to coast you along. Hopefully it pays your bills and you don't starve to death. And hopefully you can make your payments without falling behind. Hopefully your job is that good. I hope it is. But even if it's that good, that is not enough. That's the first step. A lot of people, a lot of people spend 40 years in that place, right? And they never get past it. And then, and then as they start to run out of runway, things start to get desperate because I don't know if you've noticed, but it's costing a lot more to be alive as a human these days, especially in the Western world. It's costing more and more to pay rent, more and more to get a car, more and more to pay insurance, more and more to get health care. It's not getting cheaper, right? And I don't see any sign that it's going to get cheaper anytime soon. So, so we need to be on our game, right? So when you get home from work, you need to be focusing, thinking about what you love to do, and you need to be starting a side hustle based on that, right? So for me, that was writing. And I did this back in 2009. I was working construction. I didn't like it. I, I did like it at first, and then I, I, it, it ended up, not being what I wanted, at least not in that context, but I did love to write. And so I started writing and I started making some money very, very quickly realized I could make more money writing than working construction. Ended up quitting my construction job and starting my writing business. And that's a good thing, right? If we can replace our income with our side hustle, or if we can at least level up our income with our side hustle, that's a lot of progress. But here's the thing, that's not enough either. You gotta stack some money up. And there's a saying I tell my kids, I tell my kids this, I try to tell them this whenever I see them, you know, every week we, I try to talk to them about this. And I say, what's the first thing you do when you start getting real money? Like, what's the first thing you do? And then, you know, they, they used to say this or that, this or that. But, you know, I tell them, and now they answer me with this. I say, what's the first thing you do when you start getting real money? You start buying investments or you start building investments or you start building, you know, a business that's going to earn you money. Because if you do not get to the point where you're making money while you sleep, you are going to lose. Straight, straight, cold truth. If you don't get to a point where you're making money while you sleep, you're going to lose. And the reason is because as long as you're trading time for money, you will never get ahead because you only have so much time and you're not getting any younger and your body is not getting any better. I mean, well, it might get better. You can get in better shape and you can improve your health. But I mean, as we get older, our bodies deteriorate and then it's going to be harder and harder. Yes, your knowledge is going to increase, but you need to be setting up systems that are going to make you money, right? 
get yourself a rental property. So you go to a job. When you get home from the job, you start the side hustle. You might say, well, that doesn't leave time for anything. You're right. You'll have time later after you got your money. Get your money first. You work on your side hustle. You make an extra, you know, couple thousand dollars. You buy yourself a little investment property or you, you, you know, or you start a, start a little business and, and you get, you know, you hire someone or start a little partnership or whatever it is. Something that's going to make you money that you don't directly have to work hours to create money with, right? An investment property is a good, is a good, um, is a good example, I feel like, because it's really simple. It's something anybody can do. You buy yourself a little investment property. You know, you pay you pay five hundred a month in the mortgage, and you charge six fifty in rent. Um, of course, oh, obviously, it's not that simple. But you know, it's it's kind of that simple. Once you get it, if you're making a good deal, it it ends up being relatively that simple. And then, before you know it, every month. You got a hundred and you know you got a hundred and fifty extra dollars coming in. So that's the formula, right? You 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 proliferate that. So you buy ten houses. That's one thousand five hundred dollars a month coming in, and that's not a little bit of money. That's a pretty sizable amount of money. That'll pay your that'll pay your house payment. That'll pay your electric bill most likely. It'll it might even cover your car payment, right? And and so. And in theory, so this is the thing, is we, is we build our investments to the point where then we can double down on our passion and we can start the real business or businesses, right? We start the thing we really want to do. Because you can't do what you really want to do unless you have some money. So like I, I'm a, um, a life motivation and dating coach. I am also a freelance writer. So I love those things, right? But eventually, I want to do so much more than that. Like I want to start a research institute for human mating behavior. I would love to do that, and I would love to do some actual studies about that, like scientific studies, and, and hire scientists to do that because I'm not a scientist, right? I just love the game. But the thing is, is that that's out of the realm. That's out of my control. I can't do that without any money. So I'm going to make the money, and then I'm going to do it, and that's going to help me double down on my business, and that's going to help me succeed even more, right? Because success begets success, and failure begets failure. That's the Pareto distribution. If you look up the Pareto distribution and, and read about it, it is uncannily accurate, right? And that's how you double down. And so, but it takes a lot of work. And so this is the downside. This is why people don't do it. It's because it takes a lot of work. And at the end of the day, most people, if they can find a way to get some food and they can find a warm place to sleep and they can find a way to reasonably manage their stress, that I say that loosely because some people live with some god-awful stressful situations and I don't know how they sleep at night. Um, but, like, you know, if they can reasonably manage their stress and they can reasonably partake of their, the vices they like and, you know, they can do some fun things that make their lives not seem so terrible. That's enough for them. And that's where they stop. But what I would love to convey in this video and in everything I do is that we, we can do better than that. And we should do better than that. What I want to see is before someone goes to bed in their comfortable spot, you know, in before they try to go to sleep with all the stress that's on their mind, 
I would love to see them spending their time instead of on their vices and instead of on their escapes. I would love to see them starting side hustles and businesses. I would love to see them finding ways, creating systems for getting some more money coming in. That way they can get rid of some of the stressful situations in their lives. That way they can turn their reasonably comfortable place to sleep into a an actual home. That way they can they can do away with stresses like, you know, not having money for clothes, not having money for bills, and they can start to get on top of it. Right? And that takes work. But if you succeed at it, which you will, if you try and you don't give up, you will succeed at it. It's not difficult. If I can make any money, man, believe me, you know, you ladies and gentlemen out there can make money because I'm no unicorn. I'm no Einstein. I'm just a guy who tries to work and stay focused because I want a better future, right? And that, that's all there's to it. Um, the reason I'm doing this is because I love it. Like I love dating and I love human mating behavior and I love attraction. And, and to me, that's super worth it. Like, so that's what I am motivated to do. That's the reason I choose that, you know, um, but for you, it's whatever you love. You, you, you do it. I, I know people who have side hustles with their, you know, their, um, nerd board games. I know people who do side hustles, like maybe, you know, I know women who do only fans. I know, um, you know, there are, there are, I know women who, who moonlight as, you know, exotic dancers on the weekends. I know, I know men who fix cars in their spare time because they love cars. You know, I know men who, I know men who paint, you know, they offer to paint because they are pretty good at it and they love it and they can make some extra money, whatever it is, you know, whatever your thing is. Um, people flip stuff, you know, if I, I have a friend whose kids are really into Nerf guns and so they, they buy and they flip Nerf guns on eBay, you know, great, make your money that way, make it however you want, like find what you love, find a way to turn it into a hustle and do it. But see, this is the thing. And, and this is where I want to end it. And this is the crux of the matter is that we all want to be, I mean, most of us, I think more than 99.999% of us want to be successful in the dating marketplace, right? We want to control our relational destiny. We want to be able to, you know, have the kind of partners we want. We want to be able to have, you know, have the kind of dating life we want. We want to be able to have the kind of sex we want. You know, we want those things and that's good. That's a human thing. We should want those things. So if we want to succeed at that, we need to be investing in our life. Most people think, oh, I'll learn some pickup. Oh, I'll lose some weight. Losing weight is good. Getting healthier is good. But, but that's not, that's one part of a multifaceted puzzle that makes up your attractive, uh, your attraction matrix, right? And, and so we need to be working on all of it. And that's why I say mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose, right? So the get money part is what this whole video has pretty much been talking about. We talked about what mind your business means, get your money, pursue your purpose, have a greater vision for your life. Like what do you care about? You know, focus on leaving the world better than you came into it, right? Leave it going out better than it was when you came in. Make a dent in the universe, right? leave behind something that's going to create value for your clan and tribe after you're gone. That's, that's real stuff. And then when you set those goals and you work toward that, other people notice that that makes you so much more attractive. And of course you have to, 
you have to level up your attraction too. You want to get, you want to get better at flirting. You want to dress well. You want to take care of your body, right? These are all important things. But the problem is that so many people focus on just like how they look and then the pickup and they don't focus on the foundations in their life. That's kind of like having a real, you know, buying a car that doesn't run and giving it a, you know, a million dollar paint job and saying, look at this sweet car I have. It's like, well, yeah, but does the engine work? If the engine's not working, no one's going to be paying you for it. In fact, what it looks like is a real expensive looking problem, you know, is what it turns out to look like. And that's not what we want to be. We don't want to be an expensive looking problem. We want to be someone who solves problems, right? We want to make, we want to be able to walk into situations and make them better than we found them. And we want to bring order where we walk, not chaos. When we agree to go into a situation, other people around us should look to us and think, I'm glad they are here. They bring rationality. They bring order. They bring intelligence. Pretty much whatever they touch gets better. And then if we can embody that, really embody it, we can't just selectively look at ourselves and pick out the things we like and ignore the bad, right? Because most of us destroy the things we touch, to be really honest with you. And, and even if we help one or two things, we destroy the rest of it. That counts for relationships. That counts for property. That counts for ourselves, right? That's not what we want. We don't want to do that. We want to take a, a real introspective, self-aware look at ourselves. And we need to ask ourselves... Am I the kind of person who walks into a situation and makes it better, you know, and can people expect that from me consistently? And if not, why not? And how can I get there? How can I fix it? Right? Once we start getting that sorted out, you're going to be so busy sorting that out that you're not going to have time to, to work on dating. And you're also not going to have to, because it's going to handle itself because you're going to be incredibly attractive for that. That is a very attractive thing. That is super, super attractive. And of course, you know, you gotta you gotta dress well and you know you wanna smell good and have good hygiene and and all those things. Those things are important too. But what I'm saying is don't neglect the foundation because then you're just really screwed if you neglect the foundation. All right. One last word of encouragement. I don't care who you are. If you're watching this, you have the potential to turn your life into a masterpiece. I don't know what it's like right now. It might be a mess. It might be great. It might be somewhere in between. Most are somewhere in between. You can make it less of a mess and more of a masterpiece. And you can work on making it better every single day. And if you do, it's only a matter of time before it becomes awesome. And once it becomes awesome, it's only a matter of time before potential dating partners are looking at you thinking, what an awesome person and an awesome life. I would like to be a part of that. I think I'm going to dress up and try to insert myself into their lives and get their attention. That's exactly what's going to happen. Like straight facts, that's what's going to happen. So, 
So be encouraged that you have the power. You could start today adopting better habits and changing your life and, and reducing the mess and reducing the chaos and bringing order and starting to solve your problems one at a time and knock them out. And, and then you start climbing up out of the hole and then things start to look better and you get a little more motivated and then you start to do bigger and better things and then you look better and then you are better and you get better. And then that is a positive feedback loop. And, you know, of course, you're going to face setbacks, but you're going to deal with them and then you're going to move on and you're going to create an incredible amount of success for yourself. And you're going to rise head and shoulders above everyone else around you who's still being a victim and making excuses. And, and you, instead of making excuses, you're doing the work and you're going to reap the rewards and the benefits of that. And it's going to look awesome and it's going to make you very happy and you're going to be very glad you did it. You could have a totally different life six months from now than you do now if you apply that and you just stick with it. Um, most people don't do it. Most do not. It's almost like a universal law. Most people don't do it. But you could do it. And I would suggest that you do it because it does make life more awesome. All right. If you want to be more attractive, start your side hustle. That's all I got on this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Joshua Zagafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasagafis.com. Catch you on the flip side.